Welcome to Unlocked with Jordi Karlinski. My name is Jordi Karlinski, and I'm a former professional athlete turned real estate agent based out of Aspen, Colorado. In this podcast, I interview business and real estate professionals, coaches across many industries, and other athletes to deliver educational and life-changing content. If you are someone who has a thirst for personal and business development, who seeks growth in all aspects of your life, and who wants to dive deeper into real-life current events as they relate to business and real estate, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to episode five of Unlocked with Jordi Karlinski. I am your host, Jordi, and I'm so thrilled to welcome Matter Planning and Design to the show. Not only are Noelle, Soraya, and Nicole incredible designers with diverse skill sets that have led them to be featured in some of the world's most prestigious publications, they also happen to be family who have built an award-winning business together. In this episode, we dive into what it is like being in business with family, how the team plays to each other's strengths, how they redefine their brand, how they've stayed agile during the pandemic, and they give great tips on how to unlock your home's potential. To introduce Matter Planning and Design. Matter is an award-winning full-service interior design, interior architectural, and project management firm that creates distinctive, beautiful, functional spaces for today's families and businesses. Matter follows imagination and creativity wherever it leads, driven by a love of modernity, timelessness, and luxury. Their collaborative, receptive, and highly creative approach enables them to champion their clients' vision and elevate the style, functionality, and appeal of residential and commercial spaces. I am pleased to have Noelle and Nicole here today. Welcome. Well, I'm excited to bring Noelle and Nicole to this podcast of Matter Interiors. Um, interior design has been something that I've always been fascinated about, so I'm really excited to dive a little bit deeper into this conversation. To kick it off, Noelle, can you give a little background of how you got into interior design or interior architectural design with Matter Interiors? My background is kitchen and bathrooms, and I went to school for that, and i from Denver originally. Through that, I did that for, gosh, 10, 12 years in Denver. And then when I was doing that, we I was also uh, doing the trade show displays. And when you do trade show displays, you get to have a lot of fun with wallpaper, you know, countertops, tile. And that just was so much fun. I could pretend, you know, from traditional to ultra-modern and play with that. Then we moved up here, and uh, the kids were getting older. We moved here, the kids were little, getting older in school. And I actually volunteered um, at Aspen Country Day to help build the new middle school building. And it was a large committee that dwindled pretty quickly. (laughs) But I was in charge of interviewing contractors and architects. So through that process, I mean, it just was so much fun. I loved talking to them about their business and getting it going. So once we settled on the architect and the builder, I ended up running the project. And we got the building built under schedule, under budget, and it was great. Through that, uh, one of the committee members asked me 
if I would come and help them with the project. They were a developer. And the kids, like I said, they're both in school. I have time. And so I said, sure, I, I'd love to. So it was a project right by the gondola. It was 10 units. And my job was to go out and kind of help keep things rolling along. And I couldn't help myself while I was there. I would just start saying, you know, you should move that door six inches. That light switch should go here. And it's a little dark. We should change the lighting. And it just kept evolving. Next thing I know, they're saying, well, can you design the kitchen? Can you do the bathrooms? And it just kept evolving on its own. Not that I, it just was coming towards me and I was loving and embracing it. So being on a job site every day, you learn, you, you see, you learn. So the, the value of being out in the field was school. So from that, it just word of mouth. Hey, you know, I heard you did this project. Will you help me with this one? And I would, I would get involved. And as I got to know clients through time and architects, builders, but many of the clients would say, would you please do the furniture? And I really hesitated because I don't think people know how hard it is to order furniture. It's not, I mean, you could go to a store and say, oh, I'll take that type of furniture we do is what color are the feet? What is the stitching on the, the cushion? How is the cushion filled? Is it half down, half poly? What is the fabric? Does the fabric go railroad? Does it go off the bolt? There's a lot for each and every piece. And I hesitated and hesitated and finally I said, great, I'll do it. And it was, my first one was for a family. And interesting that they were all in the business together. So it was three daughters and getting to know them, but did the mom's house. Then I did the other daughter, another daughter. Nicole helped me with one in, you know, went to Houston, went to Austin. And it was this family of, and we just never stopped. And then you created, was Matter Interiors already established or was that when you first established well, it? Originally, when I, when I went to consulting, when I first started, I thought, I need a business name. What will I be? <laughs> And so I took my initials, NCH Design. So that's where my, for years, was the name of the business. And then, gosh, it was eight, I forget, six, seven years ago, time flies, I was awarded to do Dancing Bear, the new building. And at that time, I had been working with my sister, Soraya, uh, helping her. She's a commercial designer expert, I would say, and Marine, and we'd helped each other. There was times I was doing something and needed her expertise on doing an office, and she'd be doing a home, and she was based in Chicago. So we were always feeding off each other, but we had separate businesses. She was Soraya Planning, I was NCH. But when I was awarded Dancing Bear, I knew that we needed to really get together. So I called her. It was after 9-11, I forget how many years, but Chicago just wasn't the same. And I said, hey, I just got Dancing Bear. How do you feel about helping me with it? She literally moved and she was out here in 30 days. <laughs> so I'm coming. So she came and we, we stayed as NCH Design working. And at that point, you were coming on, Nicole was coming on board. And we were having a just, it was great. And then we decided, or Nicole actually pushed me and it was a good push to say, let's rebrand. And then Nicole rebranded us. So tell me more about your onboarding, if you will, Nicole, and how you rebranded 
um, I guess, NCH to Matter Interiors? Sure. So um, from 2010 to 2012, I was working in San Francisco in ad agency life. So I was at a company called Eleven Inc. I was working on their new business team, pitching potential clients. So I was exposed to just the creative process and um, putting together strategy for brands. And uh, I moved back to Colorado in 2012, and I saw Noelle's business just totally taking off. And so all these things are sort of happening at once. Sarai is coming on board from Chicago, and um, Noelle had one dancing bear. And so I, I knew that I had to go back to design school. So I enrolled in design school, but I also brought to the table this experience of marketing and branding. So we had, you know, sort of this powwow as a team of, okay, we're, we're combining uh, efforts here and talents. What, what do we want to be in the world as now, you know? And we were expanding our capabilities and our offerings and services. And so we, we ended up hiring a, a strategist and we looked at, um, we interviewed past clients. We looked at our strengths. We, you know, made a list of what, what we wanted to accomplish in the next five years. We just sort of had this big, you know, yeah. meeting of minds. And out of that matter was born. And it, it, it's so gratifying because we put so much soul and yeah. creativity into finding that perfect brand name. And it resonated with us. And, and it was hard at first, you know, just trying to find something that, that fit what we were going for and what we wanted to stand for. And we were just so thrilled that we landed on that. And then from there, all the creative and the logo sort of snowballed from there. Right. So. so I love how you said that you played off each other's strengths. Tell me more about that and how that looks today as opposed to when you first rebranded. Well, even before we rebranded, we we, like Nicole said, we were really busy and our strengths at the time were, I knew what Soraya was doing, I knew what I was doing and what Nicole was doing. And we all had our areas of what we were doing and getting it done. And that was a wonderful strength knowing they've got it, I've got it, and we would come together, meet, and we did, we had it together. It was like, okay, you know, you're in charge of that, I'm in charge of this, and we would come together, have our meetings, and go back out, get what we had to get done, come back. And today, that's, I would say it's even stronger. Yeah, so more, more specifically, Soraya is, I call her a guru yeah. of, of drawing. She is just incredible in CAD and Revit, tech, technically speaking, yes. and also knowledge of building code and space planning, knowing exactly how many inches are needed for a, you know, a furniture layout or a kitchen or a bathroom. She's just so experienced that the design process with her is so fun because she has that full library of knowledge just, you know, yeah. coming, bringing to the table. And then Noelle, I mean, you can elaborate more, but her knowledge of construction and process is just I would say second to none. She knows the construction process. She knows exactly how a building is built 
and each phase of construction and how to work with general contractors and speak their language. Mm -hmm. Both of them combined are just like this powerhouse of knowledge. Um, And then we together as a team will start picking, you know, all the fun things. So like fabrics and um, fixtures and lighting. And um, so that's, you know, it's really fun. And we all, the three of us, and not everybody can do this. We can look at a blueprint and and people used to, I mean, this goes way back when I first started. I can look at a blueprint and to me, it's three-dimensional. And I just see it built and Soraya does it too. It's like, you're looking at a plan and go, oh, but that's a vaulted ceiling. It's doing this and that. And people are looking at a plan and going, how do you know that? So to me, it just transformed into a model, whatever I'm working on. and, And we find that we all think that way. And also what's really fun, or what I've made a point to do through the years, when you're working with a client and you, you're talking about their home that they're going to live in and enjoy, when you're speaking and you're talking about a bathroom or, or a kitchen and you see this little bit of a glaze in their eyes because the contra- everyone's talking so fast, the architect we all speak the same language and all of a sudden they're getting lost. Mm-hmm. I love to stop and turn to them and say, do you understand? And if they don't, it's like, slow that process down. Let's make sure they understand. And I try to bring them into my world of seeing it three-dimensionally and say, okay, and I always have a tape measure with me. It's like, okay, your vanity, and this is how much room you have, and this is how much your husband has or your wife has. And or the kitchen and really help them visualize and get them to stand inside and help them say, okay, oh yeah, that is enough room. Or, or if they really want something, you have to say, it doesn't fit. Let me show you why. Mm-hmm. That, that's a fun process, whether, you know, 90% of what we do is on paper and to, to pull it up and say, visualize it. And then of course the icing on the cake is, when it becomes to fruition, this is what we planned and everything. Yeah, it's so interesting. I feel when we're all experts in our field or in our career and you kind of get going and going and going and it's really important to take a step back and know that your client is a beginner and you have to maybe explain the process a little bit more and I'm sure it makes them feel so good to know that you have their best interests and that you're stopping and pausing and letting them go through the process with you and learn with you. Interesting. When I was first learning and, and it was from building these trade shows, I had a contractor, I had a plumber and electrician. We were a team and we would fly to other States and build these. And through that building sets and they would be talking their lingo. And I would always interrupt and say, what are you talking about? What is that? And I remember them talking about a soffit. I'm like, what's a soffit? You know, it's a word now it's, like say, what are socks, you know, you know, and so that was always stayed with me. Mm. Like, don't forget, not everybody knows what you're talking about. So Mm -hmm. slow it down. And that way it's, it's a small detail, but it has a big impact of what you do with that small detail. Yeah, absolutely. So being in a family business, all three of you ladies, have you had any challenges when it comes to, being in a family and you obviously are close knit and what comes up there? 
Um, honestly, it's been a really positive experience. Yeah. We were <laughs> kind of preparing for the interview, talking about it, and we love to come to work every day. And yeah. I think the gratifying part about it is that we all love design so much and we share that passion together. So every project feels, you know, just so exciting and so fun for us. We play off each other's strengths in terms of expertise and what we're all good at. And there's just that that trust factor and that we've all have each other's backs that right. I feel like the client gets the best Right. of that because we're we're just so in it together mm -hmm. i mean like any working relationship there's sometimes difference of opinions but i feel like everyone has the sure. best intentions because we're all in this we're all partners in this and right. so we all want it to succeed right and it's our portfolio so we all want it to be beautiful and and we love this process and each other so much and i would say also we be ourselves you know sometimes yeah. when you, you leave your home and you go to the office you have to change or you, you feel like oh I am not allowed to say my opinion we all have an opinion <laughs> but we all appreciate sometimes it's like I fight for I want that sizing and you know it's because of I've experienced it but also I will appreciate when Nicole say something for kids you know I you know I really mm -hmm. think this is important I'm like you're right you're right so that's it's fun that we can just be ourselves mm -hmm. and allow that to happen and the only i'd say the only challenge is and we kind of nipped that one is we all wanted to go on vacation at the same time <laughs> together and yeah. so we closed we to new year's <laughs> so well that's that's awesome and i mean i'm sure again like going back to the client it's I'm sure they can see how well you all work together and respect and trust one another. And I'm sure it just makes them feel so good to know that they're walking into this big project with you and know that, you know, you, you all will take care of them in so many ways. Um, with, with someone looking to get into a family business, what advice would you give them? Um, I, I mean, you really have to have that respect for one another, you right. know, there is a separation of family and business. So, right. You have to be able to turn it off, draw that line. If there's, and there are times, like I said, there, there'll be moments where I would say the only time we had a little struggle was in the branding and we were all had our opinion, but so there's sometimes, and even when we went through, there was a lot of emotion that the, you know, that mm -hmm. we're all expressing of what we wanted to. And if you didn't agree, you have to know that, after work, it's after work. You mm -hmm. have to be able to let it go. You, you just can't have a grudge. You can't, you have to, if you have something to say, say it during the day at work, get it done, but don't bring it home at night. You know, just really, truly try to go back to family mm -hmm. and enjoy each other in a different realm. And, and it, it's hard for spouses because if you, if you come home, if we're together a lot and you, you're talking business, you, you know. Yeah. The other family members are looking at you like, hello. Again, yeah. it's leaving someone out. And it's like, no, yeah. So it's really leaving it at the office. Yeah. That's a great piece of advice and honestly applicable to anyone really, but I'd say more so in your position. Um, so I guess explain exactly what your services are and what locations you cover. So we, we cover obviously the Roaring Fork Valley, but we've also worked in every 
uh, several parts of the country we've worked. Right. We've done projects in California, California Miami, Texas, Philadelphia, Chicago, Chicago <laughs> Wyoming. Um, so it really runs the gamut of not only location, but also type of project. We've done right. everything from tenant improvement to uh, marine. Noelle mentioned Soraya is one of the few designers in the U.S. that knows how to design boats. Cool. So, yeah. yeah, it's it's been really fun. Um, each project obviously is so different. Right, I mean, we've done uh, multifamily, we've done little tiny cabins, yeah. so it's everything. Yeah. I would say what we love to do is, and we love to come onto a project in the beginning and even to the beginning of where we have a client who's recommended us to a friend where they're looking for property. Mm -hmm. And to even come on at that point and help them see the potential of a house they might buy mm -hmm. and say, okay, yeah, this, you know, get to know them. And yes, this has potential. Oh, this is a easy one. Or you know what, you could blow out that wall. You could do this, that, but it's a little longer project. Or, you know, we've been through where you pick up the house <laughs> and we put in a foundation, put the house back down. So our process, we love to say is from beginning to end. And we've even had from one of those where we did the blueprints everything uh, through the engine into the building department. We've managed the construction all the way through. We've purchased all the furniture. We've actually gone onto the sheets, towels, dishes, silverware, paintings, candles, and then we're there for them to move in. Mm -hmm. That is our favorite mm -hmm. because it's the joy of seeing beginning to end. Mm -hmm. We've gone in and just done a refresh. Mm -hmm. you know? You know, especially with COVID, they, we've had a few say, you know, now that I'm home all the time, I just want to refresh. We go in and we just do, it could be just paint mm -hmm. and some fresh pillows, new throws or to all new furniture. Mm -hmm. It's, it's whatever. So we, we run the gamut, but I would say our love is a, a full, yeah. So, yeah, we have, just to reiterate, we have the capabilities to um, submit blueprints for permit and then shepherd that all the way through completion. Right. Um, and that's really like if taking advantage of all of our talents, full talents. Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, because you do project management as you've both alluded to, and that's not usual of interior designers. And I guess is that why you're in an interior architectural design? Architectural, company? we're not architects. We're not licensed architects, but I would say Soraya I mean, she should go to school and get her you know, license in a heartbeat. Yeah. We, and just because of experience, we understand all of that, but we're very careful. Not, we're not architects. Okay. We know our limits, and we know when we need to bring an architect on board, new construction or an addition. But we do have engineers that we work with that, you know, for a remodel. We're moving a wall. We're adding a beam, whatever we're doing. We have engineers that come and help us. So... And what, what's your signature Matter Interiors style and look? Is listening to the client. Trick question. We've been known for, I think, more um, skew modern for sure. And I think in our design process, we're really intentional about where everything goes. So it, it looks more minimal because everything has its spot and we we believe more just, you know, internally that a very 
thoughtful, intentional, curated life leads to more like fulfilling life, to right. be honest. Um, so I would say it's it's more modern and minimal. But we also, I, I pride ourselves on saying it's not about it's not about the look. It's about the look you want. What is it? Yeah, we really pull that out of each client. You know, we have clients that they don't know what they want, and we help them find what is it that brings joy to them. And because of what we do, they they're looking on the internet, they see a style, and that they gravitate towards us. But it doesn't mean we always do that look. I mean, we've done every look: Victorian, we've done ranch, we've done, but. Right now, the bulk is people are looking for a certain look and they're coming to us and we bring it out. So you touched on this a little bit. Um, we're obviously in the midst of a pandemic and what we've seen on the residential real estate side, as I'm sure you're aware, in the Roaring Fork Valley, it's just been crazy the past few months since basically beginning of June and even through September and into October, are you seeing a parallel there with the demand for design? And and I guess to what extent, I know you mentioned a lot of people are looking for refreshes within the home, but are you also seeing, because there's more people moving to the Valley right now, are you getting these really big projects? Uh, definitely. We are feeling yeah that influx for sure. We're so, so grateful to be right. able to to say that we're busy during this time of COVID. Right. Um, yeah, I think people are, you know, obviously wanting to relocate. And if it's not relocating, they are spending more time in their homes. We've also seen an interesting trend where there's multi-generational living. So maybe somebody's second home now is also hosting their their children and also their grandchildren. Right. So um, yeah, we've seen a lot of, you know, Right, and everywhere from the locals who we've known and worked with for years, a refresh to people relocating from New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Yeah. And, you know, I'd say the hardest thing right now is everyone wants everything yesterday. Mm -hmm. And it's just not possible, especially in this town. We, you know, there's only so many workers, qualified workers, and people that we can do. And even getting furniture, the yeah. truck lines from getting things here. So it's teaching those from big cities who have a choice of much larger source of getting things to, hey, this is all we have and you have to be patient when you get it, you'll love it. But that's been a bit of a challenge with the, yeah. I mean, we've been able to work straight through it. Mm -hmm. We felt like we said very blessed. It, it didn't stop us in a track. We kept, we were able to keep going along, but mm -hmm. it's that, uh, curve of sorry you have to wait mm -hmm. it's just even getting stuff from Denver has been really hard yeah and now you know the building department is totally oh. remote so there's everything's backed up everything's backed up yeah yeah so so you really have to I mean plan ahead and ex I mean let the clients know I guess in terms of COVID are you seeing even a things slow down because of the international supply chains as well are you know, yep. borders are shut. Okay. We are. And it, it you know, mm -hmm. we ordered some, you know, furniture from Italy. It's coming, but it, we're going on five yeah. months. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, no, three months. Yeah. Normal is three months, but now we're on five yeah. months. And once it, like we have furniture, it gets into port, it's waiting for a truck. 
Mm-hmm. So it's a lesson in patience. Yeah. <laughs> it's out of your, it's learning to let go. It's out of my hands, our hands, and mm-hmm. um, keeping everyone calm. Yeah. The best we can. Yeah. So I, going back to your design process, with, I guess, in the current environment, how do you take your clients through that design process? Um, I feel really proud of our design process because we have honed in on it for, you know, since we all came together. Um, we have worked with second homeowners for, for a while now. So we've been working remotely with them or virtually, I should say, um, for years. Yeah. (laughs) We use different tools to meet virtually. And then we, we work a lot with, um, you know, cloud-based tools so that the client can track what the decisions are, what the notes are, and then also that can be um, shared with the contractors. So we've worked really, really hard to make a very streamlined digital process that can be shared across all channels, you know. Right. We have a client, we have one of our things we do is we put things in slides Mm -hmm. and we give uh, a link to the client and they it's, let's say they can't sleep and they're yeah. getting excited. We had one just recently said, so I couldn't sleep. So I got up, it was 3 a.m. Logged in, look, and was just sitting there looking at all the, you know, we have drawings, we have images, yeah. inspiration. And they could, she's texted I can't wait till you wake up so I can talk to you. <laughs> it's through back east, you know. <laughs> we, like Nicole said, worked really hard. And fortunately for us, because we had been doing work virtually, yeah, it, it wasn't like a challenge to like, oh, how do you get online? How do you do this? Yeah. So. Yes. That's awesome. That's great to have your business set up that way, um, just in the past as well. So is there an overall, you know, I, I know we have an eclectic array of styles and looks in Aspen. I mean, you mentioned you do Victorian projects, you've done ranch style. There's also contemporary. Is there an I don't know if you had to choose, is there an overall theme that people in Aspen like? Comfort, comfort, warm. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I was different. Say, yeah. I would say with the one thing is they don't want their house to look like the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems to know each other. <laughs> yeah. The challenge I would say for us is, you know, okay, I've used those pieces mm-hmm. in these houses. They're friends. So I can't use them again. Mm-hmm. And you want each one to, they want to feel unique. They want to feel, yeah. And I think we've been really blessed with working with clients who really know themselves. Yeah. They know what they like. They know what they're looking for. So it's a highly collaborative process. They know and, what they don't like. And I, I think the other thing, the wonderful thing about working in the Rainford Valley is people really value design. They're very knowledgeable about whether it's product or, you know, just des- other designers. Um, I love that when we come to the table with a new client, like they already have such a source of knowledge themselves. So, right. It's fun. It's, it's really, really fun. fun. That's great. Um, we have so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Well, and it's gotta be fun in this area that everyone knows each other. And, you know, yeah. I think that's probably a really cool thing that your, your good friend could use you as their designer. And I don't know, it's just a whole nother level of connecting and doing something fun together and you know having a common goal Mm -hmm. and also i mean we tease our clients when when they come in whether they're local or from out of state say we're going to get to know you so well i'm going to know what you're soft (laughs) 
yeah. because you planned, you know, your socks and underwear, we know where they are. <laughs> and we scoop them up and they become family too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's so special and I'm sure very appreciated. I guess on the larger design scale, what's trendy right now? Um, what is trending right now? It's funny. We, we, the way we design is so specific to our clients. I hate to say this, but it's not like we're focused on trends. We're really no. focused on, like Noelle kind of alluded to, pulling out the mm. details that, that we see a positive reaction from our clients. Because at the end of the day, we're not living in their home. They are. And right. we love seeing that sort of spark in their eye when they see, whether it be a fabric or you know, a piece of furniture, when we, when we see that excitement from them, we pull that thread and then we create sort of a cohesive look around it. Right. So, you know, we've seen trends sort of influence our clients, but I don't know. And, and, and you have to be careful the word trendy because they come and go. Our goal is that when you move in or you get your refresh, that it's going to last a while. That yeah. a year from now, you're not going to look and say, oh, you know, and if they really are wanting a trendy color, let's say teal, or it's hot right now, let's get teal. And it's like, okay, let's put that on a pillow or a blanket or something that it's real easy to change mm -hmm. instead of putting something where, wow, that's, that's going to be a big deal. So, and we'll say that, like, you can have that. If someone is fixated on, I want this, you can have it. Just want you to know that it, in a few years, you might be tired of it. So let's really, you know, how can we take that in and put it in a kind of where it'll last a little longer and more enjoyment mm -hmm. so that you don't regret any decisions you, that you get blocked on. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a great piece of advice and how to balance trends, I guess, if if one of your clients is really gung-ho about getting one in their home as opposed to, you know, getting a teal pillow as opposed to painting their entire kitchen teal is probably yeah. a smarter choice in the long run. But So in terms of the pandemic, I mean, you mentioned that you guys have seen a, a few more multi-generational rooms and, you know big families possibly moving in together. What else are you seeing? Have you seen shift in the recent eight months that we've been in this? Are people looking for home offices more, um, working out inside, Pelotons? I don't know. What's what's going on? Um, I think fortunately living here, we can all walk out the door and get our exercise so that the home offices are big. Home offices, and I would say second homeowners are considering their their Aspen home now as their primary or, mm -hmm. or planning ahead to make their Aspen home their primary residence. So they're thinking about a remodel in terms of what do I want to make this feel like my primary home and let's do this right so that I can spend the full year here if I, if I want to. Right. Instead of it being like a glamorized hotel, yeah. it's yeah. like, no, I'm actually going to be there a while. Yeah, so what we're, do I need? we're rethinking their closets, Space. their kitchen, their, you know, how they live at home. We're bringing that to their secondary home here in Aspen. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. With 
people not traveling as much right now or possibly, you know, adventuring outside of their local town, do you have any tips to make their home feel kind of like they are traveling or like they are going to this luxurious spa? What are some of your best tips to make something feel like they can bring it from the outside world and put it into their home so they can experience, you know, yeah, the outside world? Well, use this opportunity to invest in the in the piece that maybe you've been on on the fence about and and go for it because you're really going to enjoy it i would say you know invest in those maybe upgraded towels and sheets the mm-hmm. things that make you feel like you've got a little bit of luxury Spoiled. and you're you're bringing <laughs> it home right and creating those spaces where you feel like you know you can enhance that self-care and you know, all the way to all the way down to little things like treat yourself to fresh flowers. Yeah, yeah. get yourself that candle that smells so good. Even you, you know, you've entered a store or how you know in memory for, that you like. Oh, that smells so good. Treat yourself. Yeah, it's okay to treat yourself. I know everyone's feeling like, oh, I shouldn't do that. It's COVID. It's COVID. It's okay to take care of yourself right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's important mentally. If you're mentally happy, you're physically happy, and and it exudes out to everyone around you. So it's uh, take care of yourself and uh, and your home. Is it and declutter might be yes. another thing to do. Is yeah. you get a little stuck. People get a little stuck when they're they're not they're not getting out. So things are there's no movement. So we try to encourage movement by hey, it's a great time to organize your closet, clean mm-hmm. out your closet, mm-hmm. clean out the kitchen. You know, do you have too many dishes, too many pots and pans? By alleviating all those piles of things, you feel fresher, lighter. You know, your brain is easier to flow. It's, it's creating flow within your own space. Yeah. Just making room. I recently just changed my laundry detergent to like an upgraded <laughs> lavender, you know, and it just, when I put on my clothes, I'm like, oh, that feels so great. You know, just those small things. Right. So you don't necessarily need to, you know, model your house. You can... And even for those who are just like, wow, you know, times are tough. What should I do? You know, do the little thing, little steps to make yourself feel better. Those are some great tips. And, um, you know, sheets, towels, flowers even. I love that. The detergent, all those things add up to make such a difference. Yes. I did that too. I was like, wow, you know, we have such beautiful blue skies here. Let them in. (laughs) Yeah. Um, With so much emphasis on outdoor space now, and as we are transitioning into the fall and into the winter, do you have any tips for sprucing up an outdoor space, especially in the mountains here? Heaters. (laughs) Get your heater now. Getting sold out. Yeah. You know, try to create that same comfort outside. You know, you have your outdoor furniture. Is it adding some fun little pillows to that? Indoor outdoor furniture now the fabrics mm-hmm. can take a lot and buy yourself a set of covers so on those nice days pull the cover off you've got a little out extended living room dining mm-hmm. room that you can go out there and enjoy yeah i would i would say we've seen our clients start to think about their outdoor space as an extent another room right. to their home instead of just like oh you know throw whatever table and chairs it's it's really now incorporated into comfort like, yeah having like two couches six feet apart yeah <laughs> you know, it's important that we all keep um 
getting together, but safely. And it's good for the soul to be able to have someone come over and visit an outdoor space and feel comfortable. So. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I, I would want to get definitely a heater, but possibly a little outdoor fire pit if right. it's even That's allowed. <laughs> yes, those things. And you can, you can get those without spending a fortune. But man, yeah. did they transform that space instantly. Absolutely. So I love if you've seen my Instagram, probably I love a good before and after. What is your favorite before and after project you've done? Well, I would say the one near uh, Old Snowmass. We did yeah. a house. It was a little farmhouse mm-hmm. that they were going to tear it down. Yeah. And we went out and because I can't keep my mouth shut. <laughs> Um, they were saying, oh, this project's going to be, you know, X amount of dollars. I'm sitting there looking, going, and it was a strict budget. And I said, yes, I'm sorry. And everyone was afraid to tell the client. And I finally, I just couldn't help myself. I said, you know what, that is not going to happen. There's no way that we're going to tear this down and rebuild this for this, this amount of money. So I said, I would love to have a crack at remodeling it. And that was one of the ones that we literally went in, this little farmhouse that had been pretty much ignored for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. And it was full of rodents. Had, yeah. They had a great house. So we went in, <laughs> masks and all, literally lifted the house up, yeah. but we transformed it. It yeah. went from this funky house that hadn't been looked at in 20 years of all this old furniture tile yeah. to this amazing fun yeah we we love to talk about we were in the home lifted up a few floorboards and literally saw the river running under the floorboards water wow (laughs) there was every reason to tear this house down but it had good bones it had a good layout and we just were determined to make it work and 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 it was also a client that flew out to meet us initially and truly didn't return until the reveal and that was we were really gratifying. It was. We were recommended to them. They came out. We met. And it was an instant bond, which was amazing. And they said, okay, you're hired. And we would, yeah. I think she came out one other time. We laid all the tile, everything out, and looked at it. And I like that, that, that. Okay, go. We came back and we had a cup of tea done. together yeah. <laughs> in the house. Oh, but my it, gosh. It, I would love to show beginning and after because it literally was scary funky to yeah just we both said i could live here we, we want to wait wait yeah oh it's wonderful how cool and, and i think how cool to not to have the the awareness to not tear down the house and to keep it as is and you know work through it and obviously upgrade it but i think that's so special and to keep the original bones if you will to bring in that character that probably would have disappeared if you would have torn it all down. It's interesting, yeah. Nicole, she always says, you know so much about construction. Um, I have, for our own family, we've done 12 houses, so I know construction. Yeah. <laughs> but I've done a lot of Victorians, and they're historical. And, yeah. you know, working through that, those constraints are tough. Mm-hmm. They can, they're very discouraging. <laughs> But to, to save something like that and, and bring it out and make it alive again is it's really fun. And you don't necessarily have to scrape everything. Right. Yeah. So with the, the online presence of 
furniture, of so many design sites out there today. What do you tell people who want to buy everything on, like why should they use an interior designer as opposed to order everything on off of a website that's really easy to do? Everyone thinks they're an interior designer these days. They can just pick and pull. Why, why should someone hire an interior designer? Well, number one, the biggest mistake people make is they don't measure correctly mm-hmm. and they get something and it doesn't fit. Or, or just scale, you know, right. they're, they're ordering things that the scales off between the sofa and the chair and where they're placing things. I would say, you know, just like you would hire any expert is if you're ready to elevate your home to like a next level where everything has its place and it's thoughtfully planned everything's been selected with so much intention and thoughtfulness, that's when you hire a designer, you know. And also, I think there's a lot of impulse buying on the internet, and it, mm-hmm. it keeps you from buying more than you need. Even in our, what we do daily, it's like you don't need all that. You know, just, it's, it, again, it's that piling on where it's better to be less. So it's just helping so there's not mistakes made. It's making sure you get what you really want, what your vision is. And some people, they think they know their vision, but they are influenced by someone else's vision. And that's where I might be saying, oh, no, don't get that, get this. And so they end up buying with their friend, you know, and they get it all together, and it doesn't feel right to them. So, they, so it's just helping. And we do have some clients where they want to do the purchasing, mm-hmm. and we're the soundboard. And we say, mm-hmm. sure, you purchase it and they'll say does this fit does this flow and we and we help them through that process so it's not necessarily we have to do everything we do have clients where they can come and just say what do you think that's fine too we like to tell our clients or when we're interviewing you know we like to offer that peace of mind you know where this process is we're taking all that stress off of your plate We're here to totally support you through any type of project, whether it's just a refresh or a full remodel. And it's really that peace of mind that you're spending money in the right places. You're not going to be wasting money and that it is going to look beautiful. And we always say, um, you know, hiring an interior designer is expensive, but in the end you saved money. We didn't cost because, you know, we see things ahead that you know, that's great, but if you did this instead and you save money or that in the long term. So it, we feel like we're a great deal because we, we help avoid mistakes, avoid problems in the future. So. so where can people connect with Matter Interiors? Um, all the online outlets. So our website, uh, matterinteriors.com. Um, our Instagram is uh, Matter Interiors and um, email yep, Nicole or Noel at matterinteriors.com. And yeah, we're, we, like I said, we're just so passionate about what we do. We love to even just chat with people about their potential projects, their ideas, or even people that are thinking about going into design. I've had a few students reach out over the summer that, you know, needed advice on which direction to take, we're, we're just really, I like to, you know, just say we're really available to our community, so. Awesome. Well, I will link everything in the show notes as well, so everyone can connect with you easily. 
Um, thank you both so much for being here. It was a lovely conversation, learned a lot, some really great tips and advice, and I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Jordy. Thank you. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you liked the episode and the show, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast and share it with friends. As a new podcast, this is the best way you can support the show. To see more about each episode or to connect with me, head on over to my Instagram page at Jordi Karlinski.